have a Father's Day song. Oh, oh, it's we need the lights off. All right, turn this light off here. Happy Father's Day to all of you. We have a Father's Day presentation. And then all the fathers, when you leave, we have a, a gift for you today. You can be seated, remain standing, however you feel led.
So at this time, if I can get all the dads in the room to stand where you are. All the dads in the room, stand where you are. Whether you're a dad, you're a grandpa, um, and all the children that you have influenced in your life, if all the young children will go stand by that man right now, everyone stand up, whether you're a grown child or a little child, go stand by the man in your life that has been there for you, who has loved you, who's been that man of God. That's right. You can be grown or you can be young. <laughs> and we just want to take this time to say thank you. And we recognize that some of us have grown kids that are not here at the church anymore. Or they've gone on to another city or state. We extend love to you. We have seen you all grow. We have seen the men that you are from start to today. And we all want to give you a big new life. We love you and we lo appreciate you. So everyone give your, the, father's day in your, uh, the Father in your life a big old honking hug, please. <laughs> uh, hello. I'm going to hug you as I'm following you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can we give our Heavenly Father a great big hand clap of praise? Why don't you give him a spiritual hug? Because really, he's influenced me over and over and over again in the right way. Ensemble, let's get ready to worship the Lord our God today. If you'd like to stand and worship him, come to the altar, whatever you feel like doing today. But let's worship God. Good to see you today on Father's Day.
lost now I'm found by the Father I've been changed and I'm growing a treasure I've been given a hope and a future spend more time counting our blessings than speaking our problems, we sure would be a lot better off. Amen. Better frame of mind, and it would go better with you. Let's sing unto the Lord. Let's sing this song, I, a man of his word. I like that, for he is. He's a man of his word.
someone here that their heart is not right and they need to get it right but let me say all also to all of the ensemble members I appreciate you and those of you that are not up here right now but you need to be we need those ensemble members all of them wherever they may be to be ready and come because we are in a fight that we will win now, let me say this without minimizing the importance of worshiping in song. We don't need that to have revival. Amen. Amen, Pastor. What we need is prayer yes. and responding yes. 
when the Lord deals with us, me, you, about getting things right in our life. Amen. Amen. When we come into the house of God, we need to be in the right frame of mind. Whatever has happened out there needs to stay out there. Whatever you're dealing with, you need to leave it right here in the altar. Because if you don't, your carnality will say, see, we had another bad service. God can never give you a bad service. It's you or me did not participate to the point to get the service that God wanted us to have. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. They had many church services in the book mm-hmm. without music. Yes. Many people got the Holy Ghost Amen. without an altar call with a song. Yes, that's right. We do it because it helps us to get our hearts open. It's not something we just go through the motions with. Amen. And that's what's happening today. Mm-hmm. Amen. You say, well, it's Father's Day. You're not supposed to be this. I don't care what day it is. Amen. It's the Lord's Day. Amen. And something's going to change. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm believing in just a few more days. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Because I am determined yes. to take whoever, yes. whoever, will follow me to a place of healing and renewing because that's what's going to happen. Amen. And whatever you're dealing with, you better get it under the blood right now. Rise yourself up from whatever you're in and understand that God's got an anointing on you and a calling on you and you need to serve God and quit serving yourself. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. You can be comfortable all you want in your mother grub, but you will not survive. You need to get up and understand that God is a God that is a delivering God and wants you to rise above your circumstances. And above what you want or you don't want. When God places a call on you, it's not a matter of whether I want to preach or not. Right. That's right. It's not a matter of me wanting to be here or not. I'm glad I do, but it's not a matter of that anymore. It's a matter that God said, you, I'm going to put you here. I'm going to give you that talent. I'm going to give you that anointing. And don't you waste it because the calling of God is without repentance. You can't say I'm weary. You can't say I'm tired. Oh, you've tried, but I'm going to tell you something. You're on the wrong road. You better get off that road and understand something. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I, God's given me a message, but this message is for right now till I get to the message. All right. You can have several messages. Great. Amen. And so we don't even start, we don't even start church early. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't be sleepy. Amen. So we shouldn't be tired. Praise the Lord. What it is is you are distracted. Amen. Amen. You're thinking about too many things other than the one true God that you're here worshiping. And you're saying, you're getting on to us on Father's Day. I'm going to tell you what, if God tells me to try to encourage and admonish you on your birthday, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. 
Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God. I'm not faulting the ensemble. But I'm going to say it. We're just not where we need to be. And I know Wednesday night you weren't where you need to be. So we need to decide, do we want to get where we need to be? Because I've made my mind up a long time ago. I said a long time ago, when I come to the house of God, I'm going to give it everything I've got. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so, all I know is the anointing that breaks the yoke, yes. not a song. Now, the song can be anointed. I'll leave it at that. Amen. I know we had a lot of activities today, but something is not right. And we're going to see it through until it is revealed. And when it's revealed, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. All right, I'm going to do what God tells me to do. Amen. And so, and so, all of you, wherever you're at, if you're an ensemble member, or you have been an ensemble member, you need to get yourself right and get back up here and start serving the Lord in that capacity. You're going to be glad you did. You're going to be blessed because you did. And you're going to be an asset to the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, some pastors would just go on through the motions. It's Father's Day. I'm just going to sing the song. Let us just go on. Just let us go on, preach, go out to eat. And I, I, I'm going out to eat afterwards. Amen. See there? I'm going out to eat afterwards. But you know something? I came here to eat first. Yes. And I don't know what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes people get too full of themselves. It is a terrible thing to sit down on God. You're not sitting down on a man. You're not sitting down on a woman. You're not making it because you don't want to do it. You're going to, oh, you are sitting down on God. And God is saying, what is wrong with you? I'm the one that gave you life. I'm the one that called you out. I'm the one that forgave your sins. I'm the one that's been with you in the midnight hour. Forget what you got going on, shake yourself and begin to magnify the King of glory. Amen. There's not an individual in here that's not dealing with something. Right. And to you, it's the most important issue there is. I understand that. But God is saying, take that issue, set it aside in my hands for a little moment, and begin to magnify me, and see if I will not begin to move upon you and make you feel a little better. So you got a decision to make. You can go out feeling worse, or you can go out feeling better. You can make up your mind to stand there and act like you are worshiping, but you're not worshiping. Or you can begin to worship God and lift up the one true God. God of heaven, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God's not going to force you. No. He may cause the preacher to get on to you, but he's not going to force you. He is not going to touch you in that seat and cause electricity to hit you and get you up out of it. Right. 
Glory to the Lord God. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Come on, let's worship the Lord for a while. Come on. For those of you that know what I'm talking about, begin to get outside of your humanity and begin to worship the Lord God. You got a reason to praise Him. You got a reason to love Him. You got a reason to lift Him up. Oh, yes, you do. Don't be... Don't be get me the name uh, that you're alive when you ought to be in the grave. Uh, don't get me the name uh, when God gave you a job, uh, when God gave you this, uh, and God did that for you. Uh, don't don't uh, don't get me the name uh, where God gave you an automobile uh, and God, hallelujah, got you up out of bed this morning. Oh, don't don't give me the name uh, that God's sustaining your life uh, that you had already seen uh, a birthday you didn't think you were going to see. Uh, oh my God. Of heaven. Oh, don't get me to say that God has given you some beautiful children and some grandchildren. Don't get me to say that God's been with you every step of the way, even when you were acting like you didn't know God. God was still with you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God of heaven. We're going to have to praise him a while before we do anything else. I don't know if we're going to sing another song, but that's all right with me. I'm comfortable in it. I said I'm comfortable in it. I'm comfortable in exhorting. There's too many people that's on their way that need God. There are people sitting in here that really need God with everything that's within them. They do not need religion. They do not Great, great. Doing a little patty cake with your hands, sitting down, having a little sermon, and then going somewhere. No, they need to feel the power of God. They need to feel that this church is real. Let me say, let me say while I'm all this. The Bible says be careful. When all man media and there may be even things that you've heard that are not so kind about this church but that's all right it doesn't bother me a bit because you know what I see out here I see people that have been born again that didn't know this truth I've seen people healed and I've seen them raised up I've seen miracles in their life so I don't care what they say I refute their lies oh that's my fault so Going off the MacBook right now.
It's not about that. It's about you as an individual getting right with God. And I'm going to say this to you. You may not understand this. You can get right today and get wrong tomorrow. It's a work, honey. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Amen. I'm going to give some announcements. I'm going to receive an offering. And I'm going to preach the word of God. And if we come back tonight and we're not ready to worship the Lord, because I want you here. So don't, well, I can't stop you from getting mad anyway, but you're wasting your time. You're getting mad at God's minister. He's just trying to tell you the truth. Why don't you reflect while you're eating with your husband or father or whatever, hey, church is tonight. Mm -hmm. When I get ready to come, I need to come and worship the Lord. You wouldn't even have a dad if it wasn't for the Lord. That's right. You wouldn't have a father if it wasn't for the Lord. Some of you wouldn't have a husband if it wasn't for the Lord. Amen. 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 And so, what are some of the announcements? What are some of the announcements? We got Bishop Smith coming next Sunday. Looking forward to that. And then we have a retreat. We have a retreat coming up June 28th, 29th, and 30th at Summer Meal. Looking forward to that. Amen. Getting everything put together. They did a recon the other day. And so they've got everything down. At least that's what I'm believing. Amen. And so remember, every night, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, there's a service at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. It's in Belton. Some of you drive farther than that just through one day running around. Amen. Amen. Brother Rainer will be there ministering. He'll stay over and be with us the following Sunday. So looking forward to all of that. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God. I'm trying to see if there's any other announcements that I need to make. All right. That's all the announcements that I think I need to make. I don't know if there's any others. So you may return to your seats. I appreciate the ensemble. I appreciate the ensemble. Let me say something to the ensemble. When I'm preaching and I feel it heavy, I give it even a little more. Amen. And I wait for the anointing. And when the anointing comes, I let it go even more. You've got to have the anointing. Yes, amen. And no matter how hard it may be at the moment, you've got to be praying in your spirit, God, help amen. me yes. Yes. to press through. Yes. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. Our ensemble can be seated as well. Brother Phillips is going to come and receive any gift that you may have for Jesus today.
Praise the Lord. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Exodus, chapter number 17, verse number 6. Now, in this message, as I begin to get in this message, at first it's going to seem a continuation of already the admonishment. Stay with me because I won't leave you there. I'm going to a place, but I have to explain. I have to explain. I have to build a foundation. I have to give you some history so that you can understand. We'll get the screen fixed. Amen. Again, it would be good. To have somebody turn it off and on when it's supposed to be, that would be wonderful. Exodus 17, verse number 6. It says here, Behold, I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. May be seated. Let's wait until they're through. I don't want to hear no beeping of the computer. Amen. Now, I'm going to try today to leave you this thought, each and every one of you this thought. Refidim. 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 That is a place that Israel camped for a while. In fact, it was at that place that God began to deal with Moses because, unfortunately, the people forgot their deliverance. They forgot their deliverance. They forgot not many days prior they were slaves in Egypt. And here was a man... They really didn't know that was doing fine, tending the flock of his father-in-law, raising his two children, and all of a sudden God says, come see me. I made an appointment at a bush. Now, how would you like it if the pastor said, come on, we're going to meet under the oak tree at 103? Wow, got quiet there. Well, Pastor, can't we meet where there's some A.C.? You know, Moses didn't see that. He said, I'm going to see this great sight. And he went. God began to deal with Moses. You go back there. It's time. It's 430 years or so. It's time. I'm going to deliver my people. And I'm going to use you. So he goes, you know, the plagues. He had the problems. The people, come <laughs> here they're in slavery and they're complaining about their deliverer. Finally, God brings them out. Oh, they're happy. Moses is the best guy there is. Three days later, after the Red Sea, they're complaining again. God tells Moses, get this tree, throw it in the bitter waters. It becomes sweet. It's not long. They complain, they complain, they complain because they forgot their deliverance. In fact, they begin to say, it would have been better for us to stay in Egypt and die. And so they're always just couldn't get past that murmuring. Couldn't get just past the murmuring. In fact, even when God gave them manna, Uncle Bob, they got tired of that. 
They got tired of that. Get me some meat. I like what God did. Again, he, I don't know, I think he has a sense of humor because he sent so many quail. They ate so much of it that it began to come up in their nostrils. Has God's blessings of what he did yesterday become a stench in your nose? Are you so worried about what not is happening instead of what God is trying to do? They were at a place in the wilderness. Honey, what people have forgotten, and I'm going to remind you today, is that we've been in a pandemic for over two years in the wilderness. People have had it. Some have died. Some of you have had it like myself more than one time. You have lasting physical problems from it. But yet this church stayed open. You forgot that. In Israel, all they want to do is complain, well, it's not the same. It's not this. It's not that. Honey, we've been in the wilderness. We've been camping at a place called Re-Ephodim. We've been camping at a place that God has been waiting for you to cry. I'm thirsty. Somebody give me some water and refresh me. And God's saying, okay, I heard it. And this is the season. But you're going to have to get out of the place that you're at and begin to understand that no matter what we try to do, no matter the fellowships that we had, even during a pandemic, Many chose not to come. But they still want to complain. They want to say things like Miriam said to Moses. You take too much on yourself. God speaks to us too. Well, something happened to her. And so here they are at a wilderness. You see, this word, refidim means a resting place. That doesn't mean an oasis. It means that God said, camp and rest and stop. And then God said, you know what? I've had enough of this complaining. Moses, you see that rock at Horeb? Rock, a hard place. A place of adversity. A place that you don't really want to be. A place that things don't go well. A place that everything seems to be going in the opposite direction that you want to go. You cannot squeeze that rock like Plato. In fact, you let Plato get hard. And you can't mold it either. So which is your heart? Plato that has been protected or Plato that you have erred to your carnality. Remember, I'm not leaving you here. And so Moses goes over there and he hits that rock. I don't know if he hit it hard. I don't know if he tapped on it. I don't know. He didn't bust his staff. I know that. But he hit that rock which I'm trying to hit that rock, 
I'm trying to do something in the Holy Ghost that a few of you need to allow happen so that water can come out of your soul and you can be refreshed because when you're tired and weary, there's nothing like a good drink to refresh you and renew you and to heal you. In fact, the Bible talks about the healing properties of water at the pool of Siloam. A baptism itself. Of the pool of Bethesda. I could go on and on and on and on. What about the living water? The Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm telling you today, just like some of you are not responding because you're sitting in the wilderness in a desert and you're not realizing that you need improvement, that you need what I'm preaching, that you need a healing, that you need a refreshing, that it's not just about you and your problem. It's about the church and the body of Christ to go through this together and to get to a place that we can all receive healing. I'm telling you right now, there's a bunch of strife in here. I can feel it. I can sense it. I can even probably cut it with a butter knife. And we need to get it melted by the heat of the Holy Ghost. And we need to understand something. We're all doing the best we can do. And we're all flesh and blood. But we're not one another's enemies. The enemy is the adversary of our soul. But you have forgotten that. When things don't go the way you want, things don't happen the way you want, you begin to murmur and complain. Manna's not good enough for me. Quail's not good enough for me. Oh, my. Oh, Moses, uh, this rock, uh, it gave me all the water I want. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, your adversity out of your hard place. Uh, that's how you're going to get your water to sustain you. I'm telling you right now, when's the last time you hit your heart? I don't think you heard me. When's the last time? I'm not talking about hitting my heart. When's the last time you hit your heart? With the rod of God. You know what the rod of God is? The word of God. When's the last time you just sit down and say, God, okay, take your word and hit my heart. Hit it, God, till water comes out so that I can be renewed and I can be refreshed and I can get a different attitude and a different outlook. Instead of being pessimistic, begin to be optimistic. Instead of thinking nothing's going to change, think everything is going to change. Because I'm telling you, the winds of change is blowing. I'm preaching today knowing, knowing, knowing that there are still a few individuals in here haven't decided whether they're going to hang or not. Some have already made their escape. That's not going to stop the wind. It's not going to stop the wind. There's a scripture that I want to read. Found over in the book of 2 Samuel. I have preached on this before, but we're going to preach on it again. 2 Samuel 5 and 24. What does it say here? And let it be when thou hearest the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees. What did that sound actually sound like to the enemy, the Philistines? It sounded like marching. 
marching. When's the last time you really marched in your spirit? No, you're just all just hunkered down and whining and crying like everything is, oh my, things are happening. This is going on. Honey, things always happen and things always go on in life and in the church of the living God. God sometimes has to shake to get the change that he wants. Sometimes God got to rattle to get the change that he wants. It's not pleasant. It hurts. It doesn't feel good. But oh, God hit the rock. God hit my heart. God hit me hard. God get a hold of me. God get me to where I can drink of the water. Let me tell you something. I can't give you water like Moses did because it's not physical water that you're after. And the only water you're going to get is from the Holy Ghost. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost full of the Holy Ghost, then you can't drink any water because that tap is dry. Because this was the first time speaking to it not going to work. If your attitude isn't right, if your gestures to another Christian isn't right, if your thought process isn't right, you're going to get thirstier and thirstier and thirstier and thirstier and thirstier. Amen. He said, now when the sound, because he wanted to know, is it time? God, do I go get the Philistines? Is it time to fight? He said, you just get around behind them. You just circle around behind them, and you wait in the mulberry trees. And when I begin to blow the winds of change, when I begin to speak, you'll know when it's time. And the wind begin to blow. Man, I'm sensing the Holy Ghost. Just like on the day of Pentecost, there was a sound as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house. Do you understand? There were some people that didn't hang with them. There was only 120 left. How many is going to be left here? I don't know. But those that are going to be left are going to be in one mind and one accord. And when the wind begins to blow my God of heaven when the wind begins to blow honey water's going to flow naturally I won't ever chair full but I can preach the same whether it's full or whether it's not full that doesn't mean I don't want it full when you hear the sound going in the tops of the mulberry tree. That then thou shalt bestir thyself. What? Bestir thyself. What? Bestir thyself. Oh, things worship today and Wednesday didn't go too well. Then what are you doing about it? Complaining? What are you doing about it? Something's wrong? What are you doing about it? The church is not going in the right direction? Oh, man, I, I rebuke that. What you ought to do is what David did. Stir yourself and say, wait, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Hey, they were all around the table. And Jesus said, somebody's going to betray me. They begin to look in their own heart and beat it and begin to say, Lord, is it me? Lord, is it me? Lord, is it me? Lord, they didn't even know who it was because you can't know your own heart. Stir yourself when the wind of change. Oh, it's amazing that when the south wind blows, we know it's going to be hot. Oh, man, it's going to be in the hundreds again today. That wind is blowing, blowing in that heat. When the north wind blows, we know it's going to be cool. In some cases, it's going to be cold. And we know this. We know this. When that south wind is blowing 90 miles an hour, it's a figure of speech, 90 miles an hour, 
It won't be long till the north catches it and blows it right back in with the front. So I suggest with the winds of change for good, you catch it. You set up your sails. You ride this wind. You've got to understand that God does everything with the wind of His Spirit. Oh, yes, He does. He created or reconditioned the earth when He hovered above the earth. The wind of His wings, the wind of His voice, the wind shaking the earth and reconditioning it. I remember when I got the Holy Ghost, it wasn't something that He did inside. It was His Spirit that came upon me. I felt it before I spoke in tongues. He began to flutter. He began to blow. He be- what did he say breathe on them and they shall receive the Holy Ghost what did he say breathe into her and she got up and received life I'm telling you right now the wind of change that I'm talking about is the breath of God it's in the top right now it's in the top right now but God wants us to settle God wants us to begin to march God wants us to understand we're in the season of healing Not complaining, not murmuring, not finding fault, not gossiping, but of renewing. By the renewing of the Holy Ghost. He he tore him up. He tore up the enemy. Let me continue now. Psalms 84 and 6. Who passing through the valley of Baca. Baca. It means here a valley of weeping. A valley of weeping. Some of you are so sad. You are so hurting. You've got so many things going on you. But God is saying you're in this valley and you ought to make a well. Make it a well. You got to make a well. Oh, God. Make it. The church just isn't what it used to be. I'm telling you again, because you're not what you used to be. Uh-huh. If you, if every one of us is what we needed to be, friend, it wouldn't matter. The church would keep on going. Yes. But when we begin to change in us, when we begin to get more mature than we really are, we have a problem. Amen. And so he said, while well, you're in your weeping and some of you are really weeping, and you got reasons to weep. Mm-hmm. But he well. says, dig a well. Mm-hmm. You're going to find out why in a moment. Dig a well. Yes. Okay, God. I, I'm digging spiritually. Mm-hmm. I'm digging. Oh, God. You know what my dogs do? You know, when they're having a hot time, you know what they do? They dig a hole. And I have to get on to them every time. Stop. But I'm telling you, go! Dig a hole. Uh-huh. Dig it deep. Yes. You know how they dig it? You know how they dig it? You know how they dig it? These dogs are crazy. <laughs> I got them a little play water pen. I fill it up. They get in the water pen and they... Uh-huh. You know why they do that? So the water can get in the dirt. Uh-huh. And it makes it easy digging. Wow. Hallelujah. If you weren't crying, it'd be hard digging. But because you're crying and weeping, that water softens your environment and your surrounding. But you don't understand it. You're focused on what you're hurting with. But God is using the pain. God is using that time to get you to weep around so that you can dig a well. Why? Because 
The rain also filleth the pool. Your tears will begin to fill that hole. And when it's full, you can drink from your own tears. Don't, don't get me going back to the type of tears scientifically. And the one that is for healing. The one that is has an antibody in it. Tears all look different too. Oh, you made me go back to it. I'm not saying don't cry. You're not hearing me say that. Cry if you need to cry. Weep if you need to reap. But don't let them evaporate. Dig a hole. I'm going to get ahead of myself here. I'm going to go ahead and get ahead of myself. I'm going to my last scripture because I want to, I want to capitalize on this. And, and basically, in Numbers 21 and 16... That's not what I read at all. There we go. And from thence they went to Beer. Right. That is the well whereof the Lord spake unto Moses. Uh Uh-huh. Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Gather the people together. All of us be in one body, not a little group here, a little group there, a little group over yonder, this, this, and that, and that. Everybody together, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say it. You're not going to like what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hey, my wife and I have no favorites. Uh, You say, well, we might like somebody better than somebody else. Uh, Then get into that circle because we love you the same. Uh, Maybe you uh, are estranged. Uh, Maybe you stayed away. Uh, Maybe you've separated yourself, even though we reach out, uh, even though we try to coordinate. Uh, even though we try to get you to see us uh, and get you to come visit us uh, and things that have something with you. But no, you won't come. And I'm telling you, listen, you are making it worse because you want to stay in your little dry hole and we're trying to make it wet. In the beginning, when we had the original, some of you were there. When people started coming, people got jealous. Pastor White... And his wife are paying attention to these new people. Well, yeah, they're babies. And maybe there's some babies that you think are favorites. They're not favorite at all. They just wet their diapers and we're trying to help them. And you ought to be grown up enough to understand that. All right. Okay. I know sometimes the word of God doesn't go well, but it's still the word of God. I'm not the only preacher that says things like that that don't go well. Jesus said many things more than I, and it surely didn't go well. But those that receive it, to them he grants eternal life. Oh, yeah, I don't want to say it again. I said it, and I mean it. We love people. We love people. We love people. We care about people. Amen. Okay, get you to Bier. There's a well there. Gather the people together. Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Amen. But that next verse he had up there, it wasn't they were going to go to the well and find it full of water. Mm. They went to the well, and it was dry. Ah, wow. Hallelujah. 
Wait a minute. Pastor, you said we're in a season of healing and renewing. It ain't happened yet. No, because your well is dry. Mine's got tear water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a little salty. Yes. But I'm used to it. <laughs> yes. Amen. Have you ever cried enough where it comes down in your mouth and yes. you? Yes. <laughs> that's what God wants you to do with your soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hallelujah. You're gonna go down, I'm gathering you up. Moses said, Come on, come on. Gather up in this desert. Gather up in this wilderness. Gather up with your adversity and your heartaches and your problem. Gather up. Gather up. Amen. And there's going to be a well there. Amen. But it's going to be dry. Mm-hmm. Don't you complain. Right. Rather sing. Uh-huh. Amen. We spent more time singing than complaining. No telling how the well would fill up in our lives. But he said, sing, yes, spring up. up well. Spring up. Amen. Spring up. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And water came up, and they drank. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, I like Diet Pepsi, but it don't cut it when I'm thirsty. Right. It don't cut it when I'm hurting. It don't cut it when I'm under pressure. It don't cut it. I need something that can heal me and renew me. And that's living water. I said living water. I look at some of you and I know I know you're going through it. I understand it. But you're not alone. There are others in here that are going through it. The enemy wants to keep us circling in the wilderness. But God is saying, listen, I'm ready to open that door and give them the healing and the renewing they want. They just got to stop. Stand still and dig a hole and begin to cry, feel it, and say, spring up. Oh, well. Amen, amen, amen. Rephidim. 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 It's up to you. I can't dig your well. I can't hit your rock. I'm speaking to it right now. But the rock has gotten to a place where the speaking is not enough anymore. It's got to be hit. And only you, you can, you can sit there and say, my heart is fine. Because that's what I'm hearing. My heart is fine. You're lying to yourself. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? You got to hit your heart. And be ready for what comes out of it.
Some things you may not like, but it's got to come. We're going to continue this season, Uncle Bob. We're going to stay here until it happens with the few or with the many. Because I know what God said. And I trust God. I've been hitting my heart. I've been drinking my own tears. As good as that green sweet tea is. And I had some last night after all. And I tell you, I lifted that thing up. I, I almost gulped it on. I said, man, this is good. Because I'm making it now. You know what that means? That means I'm loading it up with sugar. Occasionally I'll water it down, but it's not. Last night I was sitting in that chair and I got my mason cup out, you know, and I said, oh. even my honey was saying, this is some good tea tonight. She waters her down a little bit, though, because she can't handle the sugar. But I just, man, I'm going to have to get me another cup. The Lord says, taste and know that he is good. You young people, you, you get angry. You're full of this and full of that when you ought to be taking everything that you're feeling and digging a well. As we stand, my daughter, come. I'm going to close with this true analogy. We got two dogs. One's a big dog. One's a little dog. One's named Duma. It is an African word for cheetah. What kind of word, dear? Yeah. And the other one is named Nia. Champion. Them dogs can dig. And the only thing that I found, raking the dirt back, <laughs> they look at me. Wait till I'm gone. The only thing that stops them, not a weapon. Not a scolding. Go to that hole they dug. Fill it in the best you can. Take a big old rock. Drop it on top of the hole. Has your heart become that big old rock? My daughter's going to sing. You do what you feel led to do. Good to see all of you. Fathers, remember on your way out, we have a gift for you. Happy Father's Day. Service tonight at 6 o'clock. We're going to have church tonight.